You're listening to a Glassbox Media Podcast. Before we begin today's episode, you're about to hear from our sponsors. Sponsors make it possible for this show to continue. That said, we recognize that some listeners will prefer to get rid of sponsorship messages and advertisements. If that's you, please consider signing up for the ad-free version of this show. Head on over to icantsleep.supportingcast.fm to sign up and listen on your podcast player of choice. Use code SLEEP for one free month of the subscription. And now, a word from our sponsors. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the I Can't Sleep podcast, where I read random articles from across the web to bore you to sleep with my soothing voice. I'm your host, Benjamin Boster. Today's episode is a request from one of our listeners, Zeke Bott. He requested an episode about taste buds. So today's episode is from a Wikipedia article titled Taste Bud. And I'm also adding on something new, mostly because this episode is a little bit shorter than normal. We're going to add a related article called Taste Receptor. Like many of you, I've been on a journey to find that golden key to better sleep, enhanced well-being, and honestly, a happier life. The path, surprisingly, it's all about what we don't eat. Yes, I'm talking about fasting. It's not just a buzzword. It's a gateway to a healthier you. But let's be real. The thought of not eating? Taunting. Enter Prolon, our newest podcast sponsor and a game changer in how we view fasting. Imagine embarking on a journey where your body reaps all the fasting benefits without the constant battle of hunger pangs. Prolon offers this with their plant-based nutrition program, tricking your cells into thinking they're fasting, all while you nourish yourself. Crafted from decades of research at the University of Southern California's Longevity Institute and championed by top medical centers across the U.S., Prolon isn't just another diet fad, it's a science revolution rooted in Nobel Prize-winning discoveries. This isn't about temporary gains, it's about long-term triumphs over blood sugar levels, cardiovascular health, and that stubborn abdominal fat. If I were to embark on a nutritional overhaul, Prolon is where I'd turn, because it bridges convenience with groundbreaking science, and the results speak volumes. It's not just me, thousands of doctors stand behind Prolon, witnessing its power to transform health. So if you're ready to join me to explore a world where fasting meets nourishment and science meets well-being, Prolon's five-day program is our starting line. They have snacks, soups, and beverages designed not just to sustain, but to thrive. Right now, Prolon is offering I Can't Sleep listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash I Can't Sleep. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life dot com slash I can't sleep for this special offer. That's prolonlife.com slash I can't sleep. Thanks to Prolon for being a sponsor of the show. Taste buds contain the taste receptor cells. 
which are also known as gustatory cells. The taste receptors are located around the small structures known as papillae found on the upper surface of the tongue, soft palate, upper esophagus, the cheek, and epiglottis. These structures are involved in detecting the five elements of taste perception, salty, sour, bitter, sweet, and umami. A popular myth assigns these different tastes to different regions of the tongue. In reality, these tastes can be detected by any area of the tongue. Via small openings in the tongue epithelium, called taste pores, Parts of the food dissolved in saliva come into contact with the taste receptors. These are located on top of the taste receptor cells that constitute the taste buds. The taste receptor cells send information detected by clusters of various receptors and ion channels to the gustatory areas of the brain via the 7th, 9th, and 10th cranial nerves. On average, the human tongue has 2,000 to 8,000 taste buds. The average lifespan of these are estimated to be 10 days. The taste buds on the tongue sit on raised protrusions of the tongue surface called papillae. There are four types of lingual papillae, all except one containing taste buds. Fungiform papillae. As the name suggests, these are slightly mushroom-shaped if looked at in longitudinal section. These are present mostly at the dorsal surface of the tongue as well as at the sides, innervated by facial nerve. Foliate papillae. These are ridges and grooves towards the posterior part of the tongue found at the lateral borders. Innervated by facial nerve, anterior papillae, and glossopharyngeal nerve, posterior papillae. Circumvallate papillae. There are only about 10 to 14 of these papillae on most people, and they are present at the back of the oral part of the tongue. They are arranged in a circular shaped row just in front of the sulcus terminalis of the tongue. They are associated with ducts of von Ebner's glands and are innervated by the glossopharyngeal nerve. Filiform papillae. The most numerous type, but do not contain taste buds. They are characterized by increased keratinization and are involved in the mechanical aspect of providing abrasion. The bud is formed by two kinds of cells, supporting cells and gustatory cells. The supporting, sustentacular cells, are mostly arranged like the staves of a cask and form an outer envelope for the bud. Some, however, are found in the interior of the bud between the gustatory cells. The gustatory taste cells, which are chemoreceptors, occupy the central portion of the bud. They are spindle-shaped and each possesses a large spherical nucleus near the middle of the cell. 
The peripheral end of the cell terminates at the gustatory pore in a fine hair filament, the gustatory hair. The central process passes toward the deep extremity of the bud and there ends in single or bifurcated varicosities. The nerve fibrils, after losing their medullary sheaths, enter the taste bud and in fine extremities between the gustatory cells. Other nerve fibrils ramify between the supporting cells and terminate in the fine extremities. These, however, are believed to be nerves of ordinary sensation and not gustatory. Salt, sweet, sour, and umami tastes causes depolarization of the taste cells, although different mechanisms are applied. Bitter causes an internal release of CA2+. No external CA2 plus is required. A taste receptor is a type of receptor which facilitates the sensation of taste. These receptors are of four types. When food or other substances enter the mouth, molecules interact with saliva and are bound to taste receptors in the oral cavity and other locations. Molecules which give a sensation of taste are considered sapid. Taste receptors are divided into two families. Type 1, sweet, first characterized in 2001. Type 2, bitter, first characterized in 2000. In humans, there are 25 known different bitter receptors. In cats, there are 12. In chickens, there are 3. And in mice, there are 35 known different bitter receptors. Visual, olfactive, sepictive, the perception of tastes. Trigeminal, hot, cool, mechanical, all contribute to the perception of taste. Of these, transient receptor potential cation channel subfamily 5, member 1, TRPV1, vanilloid receptors are responsible for the perception of heat from some molecules, such as capsaicin, and a CMR1 receptor is responsible for the perception of cold from molecules, such as menthol, eucalyptus, and isolin. The gustatory system consists of taste receptor cells in taste buds. Taste buds, in turn, are contained in structures called papillae. There are three types of papillae involved in taste. Fungiform papillae, foliate papillae, and circumvallate papillae. The fourth time, filiform papillae, did not contain taste buds. Beyond the papillae, taste receptors are also in the palate and early parts of the digestive system like the larynx and upper esophagus. There are three cranial nerves that innervate the tongue, the vagus nerve, glossopharyngeal nerve, and the facial nerve. The glossopharyngeal nerve and the corda tympani branch of the facial nerve innervate the TAS1R and TAS2R taste receptors. Next to the taste receptors in on the tongue, the gut, 
epithelium is also equipped with a subtle chemosensory system that communicates the sensory information to several effector systems involved in the regulation of appetite, immune responses, and gastrointestinal motility. In 2010, researchers found bitter receptors in lung tissue, which cause airways to relax when a bitter substance is encountered. They believe this mechanism is evolutionarily adaptive because it helps clear lung infections, but could also be exploited to treat asthma and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Taste helps to identify toxins maintain nutrition, and regulate appetite, immune responses, and gastrointestinal motility. Five basic tastes are recognized today. Salty, sweet, bitter, sour, and umami. Salty and sour taste sensations are both detected through ion channels. Sweet, bitter, and umami tastes, however, are detected by way of G-protein-coupled taste receptors. In addition, some agents can function as taste modifiers, as miracolin or circolin for sweet or sterabin to mask bitter. The standard bitter, sweet, or umami taste receptor is a G-protein-coupled receptor with seven transmembrane domains. Ligand binding at the taste receptors activates second messenger cascades to depolarize the taste cell. Gustusin is the most common taste GA subunate, having a major role in TAS2R bitter taste reception. Gustacin is a homologue for transducin, a G-protein involved in vision transduction. Additionally, taste receptors share the use of the TRPM5 ion channel. The TAS1R1 plus TAS1R3 heterodomer receptor functions as an umami receptor responding to L-amino acid binding, especially L-glutamate. The umami taste is most frequently associated with the food additive monosodium glutamate, MSG, and can be enhanced through the binding of inosine monophosphate, IMP, and guanosine monophosphate, GMP, molecules. TAS1R1 plus 3 Expressing cells are found mostly in the fungiform papillae at the tip and edges of the tongue, and palate taste receptor cells in the roof of the mouth. These cells are shown to synapse upon the corda tympani nerves to send their signals to the brain, although some activation of the glossopharyngeal nerve has been found. Alternative candidate umami taste receptors include splice variants of metabotropic glutamate receptors, MGLUR4, and MGLUR1, and the N-menthyl-D-aspartate type glutamate ion channel receptor. 
the TAS1R2 plus TAS1R3 heterodimer receptor functions as the sweet receptor by binding to a wide variety of sugars and sugar substitutes. TAS1R2 plus 3 expressing cells are found in circumvallate papillae and foliate papillae near the back of the tongue and palate taste receptor cells in the roof of the mouth. These cells are shown to synapse upon the corda tympani and glossopharyngeal nerves to send their signals to the brain. The TAS1R3 homodomer also functions as a sweet receptor in much the same way as TAS1R2 plus 3, but has decreased sensitivity to sweet substances. Natural sugars are more easily detected by the TAS1R3 receptor than sugar substitutes. This may help explain why sugar and artificial sweeteners have different tastes. Genetic polymorphisms in TAS1R3 partly explain the difference in sweet taste perception and sugar consumption between people of African-American ancestry and people of European and Asian ancestries. The TAS2R proteins function as bitter taste receptors. There are 43 human TAS2R genes, each of which, excluding the five pseudogenes, lacks introns and codes for a GPCR protein. These proteins, as opposed to TAS1R proteins, have short extracellular domains and are located in circumvallate papillae, palate, foliate papillae, and epiglottis taste buds with reduced expression in fungiform papillae. Though it is certain that multiple TAS2Rs are expressed in one taste receptor cell, it is still debated whether mammals can distinguish between the tastes of different bitter ligands. Some overlap must occur, however, as there are far more bitter compounds than there are TAS2R genes. Common bitter ligands include cyclohexamide, denatonium, prop-6N-propyl-2-thioracyl, PTC, phenylthiocarbamide, and B-glucopyranocytes. Signal transduction of bitter stimuli is accomplished via the A subunit of Gustusson. This G-protein subunit activates a taste phosphodiesterase and decrease cyclic nucleotide levels. Further steps in the transduction pathway are still unknown. The BY subunit of Gustafsson also mediates taste by activating IP3, inositol triphosphate, and DAG, diglyceride. These second messengers may open gated ion channels or may cause release of internal calcium. Though all TAS2Rs are located in Gustafsson-containing cells, knockout of Gustafsson does not completely abolish sensitivity to bitter compounds, suggesting a redundant mechanism for bitter tasting. 
unsurprising given that a bitter taste generally signals the presence of a toxin. One proposed mechanism for Gustafsson-independent bitter tasting is via ion-channel interaction by specific bitter ligands, similar to the ion-channel interaction which occurs in the tasting of sour and salty stimuli. One of the best researched TAS2R proteins is TAS2R38, which contributes to the tasting of both PROP and PTC. It is the first taste receptor whose polymorphisms are shown to be responsible for differences in taste perception. Current studies are focused on determining other such taste phenotype determining polymorphisms. More recent studies show that genetic polymorphisms in other bitter taste receptor genes influence bitter taste perception of caffeine, quinine, and denatonium benzoid. Historically, it was thought that the sour taste was produced solely when free hydrogen ions directly depolarized taste receptors. However, specific receptors for sour taste with other methods of action are now being proposed. HCN1 and HCN4, HCN channels, were two such proposals. Both of these receptors are cyclic nucleotide-gated channels. The two ion channels suggested to contribute to sour taste are ACCN1 and TASK1. Various receptors have also been proposed for salty tastes, along with the possible taste detection of lipids, complex carbohydrates, and water. Evidence for these receptors is, however, shaky at best, and is often unconvincing in mammal studies. For example, the proposed ENAC receptor for sodium detection can only be shown to contribute to sodium taste in drosophilia. An enzyme connected to the sour receptor transmits information about carbonated water. A possible taste receptor for fat, CD36, has been identified. CD36 has been localized to the circumvallate and foliate papillae, which are present in taste buds and where lingual lipase is produced and research has shown that the CD36 receptor binds long-chain fatty acids. Differences in the amount of CD36 expression in human subjects was associated with their ability to taste fats, creating a case for the receptor's relationship to fat tasting. Further research into the CD36 receptor could be useful in determining the existence of a true fat-tasting receptor. GPR120 and GPR40 have been implicated to respond to oral fat, and their absence leads to reduced fat preference and reduced neural response to orally administered fatty acids. TRPM has been shown to be involved in oral fat response 
and identify it as a possible oral fat receptor, but recent evidence presents it as primarily a downstream actor. Human bitter taste receptor genes are named TAS2R1 and TAS2R64, with many gaps due to non-existent genes, pseudogenes, or proposed genes that have not been annotated to the most recent human genome assembly. Many bitter taste receptor genes also have confusing synonym names with several different gene names referring to the same gene. In many species, taste receptors have shown loss of function. The evolutionary process of which taste receptors lost their function is believed to be an adaptive evolution, where it is associated with feeding ecology to drive specialization and bifurcation of taste receptors. Out of all the taste receptors, bitter, sweet, and umami are shown to have a correlation between inactivation of taste receptors and feeding behavior. However, there are no strong evidences that support any vertebrates are missing the bitter taste receptor genes. The sweet taste receptor is one of the taste receptors where the function has been lost. In mammals, the predominant sweet taste receptor is the type 1 taste receptor, TAS1R2, TAS1R3. Some mammalian species, such as cats and vampire bats, have shown inability to taste sweet. In these species, the cause of loss of function of the sweet receptor is due to the pseudogenization of TAS1R2. The pseudogenization of TAS1R2 is also observed in non-mammalian species such as chickens and tongueless western clawed frog, and these species also show the inability to taste sweet. The pseudogenization of TAS1R2 is widespread and independent in the order carnivora. Many studies have shown that the pseudogenization of taste receptors is caused by a deleterious mutation in the open reading frames, ORF. In a study, it was found that in non-feline carnivores species, these species showed ORF-disrupting mutations of TAS1R2, and they occurred independently among the species. They also show high variance in their lineages. It is hypothesized that the pseudogenization of TAS1R2 occurred through convergent evolution, where carnivorous species lost their ability to taste sweet because of dietary behavior. Umami is also a taste receptor where the function has been lost in many species. The predominant umami taste receptors are TAS1R1, TAS1R3. In two lineages of aquatic mammals, including dolphins and sea lions, TAS1R1 has been found to be pseudogenized. The pseudogenization of TAS1R1 has also been found in terrestrial carnivorous species. While the panda belongs to the order carnivora, it is herbivorous where 99% of its diet is bamboo and it cannot taste umami. 
Genome sequence of the panda shows that its TAS1R1 gene is pseudogenized. It was found that in all species in the order Carnivora except the panda, the open reading frame was maintained. In panda, the non-synonymous to synonymous substitutions ratio was found to be much higher than other species in order Carnivora. This data correlates with fossil records date of the panda to show where panda switched from carnivore to herbivore diet. Therefore, the loss of function of umami and panda is hypothesized to be caused by dietary change where the panda became less dependent on meat. However, these studies do not explain herbivores such as horses and cows that have maintained the TAS1R1 receptor. Overall, the loss of function of the taste receptor is an evolutionary process that occurred due to a dietary change in species.